<laughs> Hi, everyone. Okay, so this one is going to be one of those weeks where we go back to just a kind of undescript random story from freshman year of college. But I think we all have those stories where you're like, they're not top of mind, but when someone elicits that memory, and I was at dinner this week with a friend who brought up freshman year and just freshman roommates and like the dynamics of the friendship and like the forging of the friendship and just how things worked. And, you know, I like to think of myself as somebody who's always been a mullet. I'm very much like business in the front, party in the back. I've definitely always been a work hard, play hard type of person. And, um, you know, I can turn it on when I have to turn it on. But when I don't turn it on, I am just like, the asshole, the asshole ordering shots at midnight when everyone should be going to bed. <laughs> so it's just like, you don't ever know with me. Um, I like me and my multiple personalities. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, freshman year, I was matched with this kid, Alex, and he was this lacrosse player from Binghamton, New York. And Alex, if you listen to this, God love you. Haven't talked to you in a while, but uh, you're a real one. <laughs> and so... Freshman year, you kind of go into this with trepidation, right? You think to yourself, okay, I'm going to be the crazy one or they're going to be the crazy one. And I have to say the first half of the first year, I was like, oh no, he's the crazy one. But the more I look back on it a decade later and the more I rerun these stories and I reprint what happened, I'm like, ooh, you know what? It actually might've been me. I could have been the crazy one, which I know all of you were like, no fucking shit, <laughs> right? But I look back on this and like, oh, okay, I can't know that that might've been on me. So this story is just about from a time during our intercession, which at WJ we had fall semester intercession and then we had spring semester. And this was just, you know what? It was a good deed gone wild. And that's just where I'll leave it, <laughs> okay? everyone so you know what this one is just a totally random throwback to freshman year of college I was at dinner this week with a friend and one thing led to another we started just randomly talking about our freshman year of college and what that looked like who our roommates were what role we played in that whole crazy chaotic discovering of life journey and it really awoken to me this like whole concept of stories that you know, I hadn't really thought about in, in years. And uh, so because of that, I was like, you know, we're going to talk about this. So I will say freshman year at WJ was awesome. I was um, in one of those schools. So WJ was residential. So going into it, you had to online fill out like this fake profile. You know, I'm a night out. I'm an early bird. I like to eat lunch alone. I like to eat lunch with friends. Like those stupid questionnaires that ultimately turn up to being just human. They don't tell you who you actually are. They're just like, hey, you're a person with a pulse. So that's cool. At any rate, I got matched with this guy, Alex Madolo Cleveland. Honest to God, cool kid from the jump. Alex, if you're listening, God love you. It's been a while. But at any rate, we got matched finally. So um, this was the dawn of Facebook. So my high school friend, Sam Cornetta, made me make a Facebook. So we graduate high school, and I make this Facebook. I find out who's going to WJ class of 2012. I find out my roommate. 
And they had this thing called launch, which was basically this one day event, three different dates in the year to go to campus and get your, you know, um, your, your books for your classes, your swipe access card, see your room and take measurements for the mini fridge, like all that shit as you do. And so I had gone to a launch date that was not the same as Alex's. So I didn't get to meet him there, but I had made this Facebook. And so my friend Sam was like, okay, let's find your roommate. Like, let's find his name. So we did just that and we you know, requested him. And so we had this dialogue going on what was Facebook chat back in the day. And it was like, okay, I'll bring the fridge. You bring the TV, you bring the Xbox. I'll bring this, you know, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Fast forward, you know what? It's September of 2008. Okay. Whoops. 2008 moving in to my college freshman dorm. And like the Hardings are a lot, right? Like we come as a pack. So it's Mike and Patty, it's me and Aaron blowing in with like a fucking tube TV and like a frigid air fridge. And poor Alex, you know, his parents had dropped him off and ran. And here comes like this whole motley crew from the South Hills 45 minutes away who are like knee deep in like Bed Bath & Beyond bags and like setting up the sheets and all that stuff. So Alex is playing along and he's from Binghamton, New York, a lacrosse player. And on the surface, we couldn't have been more different. But as we got to know each other after the chaos subsided, it was like, all right, this kid's pretty chill. And so we fast forward, we're like living freshman year. And, you know, you make fast friends freshman year because nobody knows what the fuck is going on. You're thrust into organic chemistry. Okay. First of all, it's 8 a.m. I'm trying to figure out what a double carbon bond looks like in a physical structure. And then by nine o'clock, I'm in a psychology class. And then by noon, I'm trying to have a social hour with friends who I haven't seen in three weeks. It's like, holy fucking chaos. This is nuts. Like who signed me up for this? So the saving grace each day was coming back to be grounded at the end of each day with your, you know, your freshman roommate. Like, whoa, did you survive out there? It's like the Hunger Games, you know, and we'd compare notes. So Alex became that quick confidant and God love him. He had like a troubled freshman year. Like he had, um, you know, a stepmother pass away who was like a mother to him. And he was on the lacrosse team, which was really you know, for a D3 sport, still very competitive. And I think was a lot of extra work on top of his studies. And, you know, everyone's just figuring it out freshman year. So we get through the fall semester and W&J had this really unique thing called January term. And so what you had in January term was basically a complete and total party January of each year. So you had your fall term, you went home for holiday or Christmas break, and then you came back for January term, which was like three to four weeks. And then you went rip fucking winkle crazy. And what you did then was just, you had one class and then you did whatever you wanted. So the first two years at WJ, I just did that as a class on campus. And then I realized, oh, holy shit, you can do this as a trip abroad. So I went to Japan my junior year and then went to Africa my senior year. Those are stories for another day. But anyway, it's freshman year. I'm laughing. I'm carrying on. I feel like I got a semester under my belt, even though organic chemistry kicked my fucking ass. I'm like, holy shit. Freshman year, I took the sociology of deviant behavior. 
This class couldn't have been more off the wall. It was about people fucking deer and doing weird ass shit. I'm like, holy fuck, what the hell is out there? Like, I'm a naive kid from Pleasant Hills. These people are doing what? I'm like writing this down in my spiral bound spalding notebook. Like, what? Is this serious? Anyway, interesting class, Dr. Kroll, shout out. So at any rate, it's freshman year and Alex is in lacrosse. So I am one fine day. I'm just like laughing. I had one class. I'm putting my laundry away. It's freshman year. I don't even know how to fucking do laundry, right? I had to learn. So I'm putting the laundry from the hamper into the, we'll call it a closet. It was basically this little cupboard. And so as I'm taking things out of the hamper, I guess I'm nonchalantly not paying attention and I'm putting them into a hanger and then into the rack. As I'm swinging around on the one turn, I guess my one article of clothing fucked up. He had a full glass of water. Now let's talk about that. You're going to leave a full 16 ouncer of water unattended on the edge of your desk next to an open HP computer. Who's at fault here? Okay. So at any rate, I like I'm swinging my cardigan around and next thing you know, bam, hits the water cup, bam, into the open notebook and the whole thing goes, bzz, boom. The whole thing shorts out in real time. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, my heart sank. So I hang up the cardigan. I like immediately unplug it from the electrical because I'm like, okay, I worked at electronics in Kmart. I know how this works. Delete the power source. We got this. So I'm like, okay, this isn't good. The whole thing looks to have zapped. I tried to turn it on. It said, fuck you. I'm like, okay, what do I do? So I call my best friend to this day, Lauren Silvio, my ride or die. And I'm like, hey, man, here's the situation. This is what's going down. She's like, ooh. She's like, you know what? I'd prop it up on its side and put it in front of the tower fan. I'm like, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to dry this fucker out. This is going to be like beef jerky. We'll dry it right out. So I start doing just that. Fast forward. Okay. Alex calls me. And God love the kid. He had a slight lisp. And I don't want to say it was a major one, but it was like a little bit. You know, just like a little one. And he calls me and I had put a call into him, but got voicemail. And so he calls me back and he's like, what's up? He's like, I had the worst fucking practice ever at lacrosse. My coach is a fucking asshole. He's like, and the best, the worst part of this is, he's like, I come out to my car. I got a fucking basketball size dent in my bumper because someone backed into me and fucked up my bumper. And I'm like, ooh, okay, well, um, I was just calling to see how the practice went. And he's like, all right, well, I'm, I'm driving back from practice. It's like 10 minutes off campus, dude. I'll see you in 10 minutes. I hung up the phone. I'm like, holy fuck. I called him to deliver bad news remotely. I've now learned that he had the worst practice ever, compounded with, what are the odds, someone fucking backed into his little Toyota Corolla navy blue car and left a fucking basketball size dent and just peaced out, little hit and run. And now he's going to drive back to his fucking dorm room where I've trashed his laptop. Like, this is tragic. So I'm sitting there and I call Lauren. I'm like, you better get your ass over here. I need a witness for when I'm fucking crucified. She's like, I'm on it. She comes running across the street. And that was the beauty of our freshman year situation. I was in the Mellon dorm. She was in the Bow dorm. And from my study room, I could holler across the room or across the street, excuse me. And it was into her room. So it was like, perfect. So we always like, oh, let's go to dinner at 515. Okay, I'll meet you on the corner. It's always that kind of shit. So for this specific time, I was like, holy shit, get your ass over here. I'm going to get crucified. She's like, I'm on it. So she comes over and we're sitting there and we have this tower fans like and the tower fans like fucking angling fucking oscillation back and forth in front of this HB. I've tried 17 times to turn it on. It won't do it. 
So <laughs> he comes back from the cross. He bangs open the fucking door. And it's like, brr, brr, and the tower fan's like aerating back and forth in front of this laptop. And he goes, what the fuck is this? And I was like, I can explain. He's like, you better start talking real fast. And so I was like, all right, this isn't good. I said, I could explain. I said, I was putting my laundry away. Long story short, I don't know how you did this. You left a glass of water out on your desk. Not my first choice, but you did. And it is on me. I did then spill that whole glass of water into your laptop. Again, that's on me. Um, I've already tried putting a call into Circuit City. Yes, this is back in the day when Circuit City exists. And um, I haven't got a call back, so I'm prepared to buy you a new laptop. And I want to take an aside. As a person who made $80 a week at my work study, I was nowhere and even remotely close to prepared to buying him a laptop, but I had to put on a game face. Okay, so that's just like an aside. Like, you didn't hear that in real time. So zoom back to the story. He's like, holy fucking shit. Thank God it is um, intercession and we only have one class and you don't have anything else to worry about. I'm like, exactly. You can use my laptop for that paper that you're not going to write anyway. He's like, okay, perfect. So fast forward a week later, we finally get a hold of his family who has the receipt from the, the laptop they purchased. They had bought the fucking gold standard ironclad triple platinum warranty on this fucking HP. You could have thrown this thing out of a fucking Boeing jet at 30,000 feet, let it crash to the ground, and they would have said, here's a new machine. So the long and short of it is they had to send a recovery box for the machine, and they said as long as there wasn't this water-damaged red icon illuminated, they would replace the machine. To which I'm thinking to myself, oh, well, fuck. The one and only loophole of this warranty I'm getting nailed on. Well, here... We send it in. The people at Circuit City, they're none the wiser. They're like, yep, this machine has short-circuited. We're sending you a whole new machine. I said, absolutely. That's exact. I would hope so. This is a one-year-old computer, and it fucking shorted out on us. Can you imagine? They're like, yep, perfect. We're sending you a new one. He laughs at me to this day. I was like, dude, I thank God for your family for buying this ridiculously priced warranty, but it saved me $855 to buy you a new HP. So the new computer comes, he's back up in action. He know what he's sending tweets. He's sending those emails. He's writing those papers. We're back in the flow of things. And I I literally, to this day, I literally signed up to meet a a random, random roommate at face value. And to me, I was the reserved one and he was the crazy one. But the more I play it back, I'm like, oh, you know what? It could have been that I was the crazy one and he was the reserved one. And it's funny how you don't realize those things in real time. But on the flip side, like, you know what? Nope, I did do that. I did do that. I did do that. And not to totally self-deprecate, but I will go there because I like you guys and I trust you with these stories. But that happened early on in what we call J-term or intercession And by mid-January term, we had had this pomegranate and green drink. Now, I know what you're thinking. Like, well, that sounds exclusive, pomegranate. No, no. It was three olives, pomegranate, and green. The green was Hawaiian punch green that you can only secure in a two-gallon jug at Walmart. Okay? So even just thinking about it gives me hives. But we did equal parts pomegranate and green. And it was this like amazing little drink. Well, the problem was it was so much fucking sugar that the one night I laid down in the bunk beds, I got the spins. And I'm not proud of this, but I got a little sick. 
maybe puked on his biology notes in Iowa stereo. Okay, we, we don't even make Iowa stereos anymore, but that AIWA stereo, everyone had one. It was the three CD discs changer where you had like the NSYNC, the Britney Spears, and the Backstreet Boys CDs on rotate. Yep. He had one of those freshman year of college. And I may or may not have gotten sick on, you know, the dust screen for the subwoofer. And I'm not, again, proud of this, but I literally just like got sick. Things got ha- Things happened quick. Okay, the fucking Berber carpeting rug from Walmart had to be rolled up and tossed. Had to go buy a new rug. And then I'm sitting there the next day, like, scrubbing out the fucking dust grates to the Iowa stereo. And I said, look, the biology notes are toast. It's not like you were going to ace this class anyway. So let's call that a wash. I'm just going to pitch these. (laughs) Let's get the notes from somebody else. And (laughs) I honestly, looking back on it, put them through hell. I I really did. I was the terror. It's so funny. You go into these scenarios thinking "Mm, they're going to be the problem child. And on the flip side, you realize, holy shit, it might have been me. (laughs) You don't have this realization. So you're like, it might have been me. It could have been me. As I'm blowing around in my pre-health classes, being like, you know, the chair of every organization involved in everything, I'm like puking on the weekends into the Iowa stereo. At any rate, I tell you this story because it just cracks me up. Even all these years later, a decade later, I had a friend today actually send me a link to some of our graduation photos. So even a decade later, these things like come back full circle and resonate with you in a way that you just didn't expect. (laughs) And like, God love Alex. Oh, and one other aside, I forgot. Oh my gosh, how could I forget this? We had just moved in and they had a whole weekend of programming and onboarding for the new people, for for the freshmen. And again, his name was Alex Medolo Cleveland and his last name was hyphenated Medolo Cleveland. And so we had an international population at WJ, not a huge one, very small, can, can, you know, compared to like Carnegie Mellon or other schools, but we had about 20 to 30 international kids. And so at matriculation, it was encouraged that you say your name. And then if you were international, the country that you were representing. So if you were Mike Harding from Pennsylvania, you didn't say anything besides Mike Harding and you'd sit down. But if you were like, you know, whatever, Paul Smith from France, you would say Paul Smith, France. So Alex gets up there and we weren't seated in alphabetical order. We were just seated in like a random order and we were going up and matriculating. And so he went up and said, Alex Medolo, Cleveland. And he had paused just enough to say Cleveland that although it was his last name, having had three or four iterations of international students, the whole room thought he was making fun of the international students. So he said, Alex Madolo, Cleveland. And everyone was like, oh, oh, which, you know, is like the standard 18-year-old asshole thing to do, which is make the like, oh, like you did that at the fucking high school field and you brought it to freshman year college. It's like, shut the fuck up. But anyway, everyone was like, oh. And so he comes back, like tail between his legs, like eyes like wide open. And he's like, what the fuck just happened? You know, with that mild list. He's like, what's going on? I was like, I have to tell you, I think everyone thought you were making fun of the French and Spanish international students by saying Alex Manola Cleveland. He's like, but that's my name. Like, no, I know that's your name. I'm just telling you that I think given the pause and the sort of like cadence of your explanation, you didn't do yourself justice. And so people thought you were just saying your name is Alex Madolo, that you're from Cleveland. And even though you're from Binghamton, New York, and your actual last name is Cleveland, that didn't translate on the microphone. He's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. 
So it didn't matter. It moved on fast. It was, it was like one of those things that like from the jump was kind of comical. It was like, oh, this is going to be a fucking match made in heaven. And I will say like I wouldn't trade freshman year for the world. Like Alex, if you're listening to this, it was like truly one of those years where like we saw each other. Like we, we were there for each other. We definitely thought each other were crazy, but we had each other's back. And even years later when things got a little crazy senior year, you know, we were there for each other. And I think that was really, really cool. And, um, you know, I, I, I like to think to this day, like if I called him out of the blue, uh, he would answer. I don't know. I would answer if he called me. But it was just one of those bonds freshman year where like so many things were new. So many levers were turning. <laughs> so much crazy shit was happening, including spilling an, a 16 ounce glass of water into a laptop that, you know, <laughs> that's where we landed. So at any rate, I tell you that story to tell you, like, it's never too late to just reminisce on a funny ass story from college because you just never know where it's going to take you. And when this one popped back up, I'm like, holy shit, wait, that's funny. I should tell the crew. So that's my story and I am sticking to it. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, gang, I hope you enjoyed that. This is our last uh, our last uh, podcast before the start of the official summer. Summer solstice is June 21st. Can you fucking believe this? I mean, we started this little journey back in February with a little engine that can, and here we are 17 episodes later, and you're still listening to my dumbass rambles and hopefully getting a laugh from it along the way. I, uh, I can't believe here we are kicking off into summer. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's probably not, well, I know it's not. It's not the, well, it is the first, but it's not definitely, it's definitely not the last of what will be a series of freshman year stories because I got to tell you, freshman year was a real bag of bond of fucking craziness. And the more I think about it, the more I exhume those memories from the archives and like, damn, those are shareable. That's like a shareable asset. <laughs> So, anyway, I um, hope you have a great week. If you're listening to this on a Friday, as always, I hope you treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. I know I will. And I have to tell you, I cannot believe that it's been almost four full months now of this. So, I have to say, I I just, you know, I want to say thanks again. I know I say that a lot, but... It's just truly been so humbling that despite all, you know, all of this, I thought this could be maybe a flash in the pan, but here we are four months later and you're still listening and still laughing, laughing. And I just, I really get so much joy out of that. You have no idea. And so I just wanted to say thanks again. So um, have a great weekend. If you have any, any at all thoughts of a story that you want to talk about, send me a note. I'm totally down. I have plenty of content to keep me going, but I'd love to hear from you. So drop me a review or write me a note or whatever you want to do. But I uh, <laughs> I would love to make this interactive over the summer as I kind of go probably even more rogue than I normally do. So with that, thanks again and uh, have a great week. Bye-bye.